Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the third episode of Bar Chords, a podcast by Guitar Nerds. I am your host, Joe Branton, and, well, this is going to be a half hour of some high-level guitar nerdery. I like to think it's high-level guitar nerdery as, a pair, as, as opposed to, you know, the, the chatter of the main podcast. Um, but yeah, anyway, so last week I um, I tried out doing sound samples for the first time ever and uh, I asked for people's feedback and, 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 you know, relatively speaking, you seem like you wanted uh, to hear more pedals, which uh, more things, more gear, which is great because really we have the mailbag section on the main podcast where we just talk about gear. So what a fantastic opportunity Barcords offers. Um, to be able to actually listen to some of that gear. Now, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm not going to be 100% sure how much is too much. How much is too much sound sample edge uh, per episode? I don't know, because it's, it's going to vary, I suppose, uh, uh, for, for what we got sent, uh, for what we get sent each week. Now, if you listen to the main episode this week, we got sent a couple of things. We got sent a pair of pedals from um, Farm uh, farm Pedals, a very cool company that actually run a, a vegetable farm out in Maine. I've no idea where Maine is in, uh, in in the US of A, but there, they obviously a place of great farming. Anyway, they've sent me um, a couple of their pedals, gorgeous sort of hand-finished um, boutique pedals. So we've got uh, a couple of those and also uh, Anna Sounds. We've had something through from Anna Sounds, the, uh, the French pedal manufacturer. Now, if we if if we would start with Anasounds, they've sent through the Anasounds Elements, which we've spoken about on the podcast, and of course it came out some time ago. I think it maybe came out at the at Winter Nam, or I, I tell you what, the first time I think I saw them was at the Birmingham uh, the Birmingham UK Guitar Show. I can't remember what that one's called, the Guitar Show or something. I tell you what, Guitar Show names in the UK are rubbish. I wish they were more interesting, like. Um, uh, uh, the, the fiery death guitar. Sh- sh- no, well, uh, well, you know, just just an interesting name, um, rather than the guitar show. That just seems, uh, it seems a bit boring. Anyway, so the Anna Sounds Elements, I think, came out then, which is a controller pedal that then has a real spring, and it comes in three sizes. You get three, uh, different uh size springs, so they they're going to impact on how crazy. You can make that reverb 
depending on how large they are. Now, we've been sent the Le Brut, uh, which I said was the medium-sized one. I think it might be the smallest one. I really should check. I guess that's what I'm supposed to be doing here. Anyway, so we got sent the Le Brut uh, Spring Reverb, and it's really interesting because the, the controls on the elements, the controller for this, they have a, a low and a high. So you've got kind of a two-band EQ with which to affect the way, um, you know, the, the global EQ of the... Uh, reverb its, itself and then you've got a mix and um, you've got uh, an, an output as well so you can kind of balance how crazy the uh, the reverb is going to be how much it's going to overtake your clean signal all very useful very sensible controls for um, for a real spring reverb and uh, the addition is they've got this other little saturation toggle I don't know if they have a name for that oh, the toggles in no, yeah it's just spring saturation a spring saturation toggle um so essentially what you have there is uh, usable reverb and absolutely bonkers crazy out of this world soundscapey reverb which also kind of uh, the, the saturation is very drivey very drivey um so not like uh not not a traditional not traditional, but you know, there's this trend at the moment, this sort of Strymon uh, esque style reverb. Everyone's using the um, you know the upper octaves, the shimmery. Uh, almost forgot the name shimmer there for a minute. You know that that sort of octo reverb it's called on line six, or shimmer, I guess is is what sort of everyone else is calling it. Um, that sort of really wildly oversaturated octaves all over the place. Um, reverb is becoming quite popular, quite popular in the sort of shoegazy, post-rock, that sort of uh, that sort of area. Um, this, you know, I was thinking, well, maybe I can do something like this. This is a totally different beast because, of course, with the saturation, also comes a heck of a lot of drive. So it's a real, um, it's a really different beast, which I was very pleased by. You know, because if it just sounded like a digital um, you know, reverb. I'm not obviously suggesting that a spring tank would sound like a shimmer, but you, you know what I mean. I just mean if it just sounded like a a big sounding reverb, I'm not sure. You know, past the gimmick of having a real spring, there wouldn't be a lot of point in in the extra pedal board real estate that this is going to take up. Although, admittedly, you can you can definitely fasten this. You could put this underneath your pedal board. Anyway. Um, it's a completely different thing. I think we're, let's listen to let's listen to some sounds. Let's listen to some sounds. We're like six minutes into this podcast. We should listen to to some sounds now. One of the cool things I, I tell you what I love the way Anna sounds send their stuff through the boxes. Oh, you know the gorgeous sort of bamboo tops and the artwork. Everything about them. Our presentation from Anna sounds is absolutely on point. Anyway, the little booklet you get from Anna sounds um, gives you a couple of. Le réglage du chef. I, I don't know what that means. Uh, I, I assume it means preset style thing. So it gives you a couple of suggestions um, uh, for, for for sounds. So the, the first one, and I've used both of these, by the way, uh, on the sound samples you're gonna, we're going to hear. So the first one is called Cowboy. Now this was very, uh, this is a very usable um uh, sound. So we have the output on full. So we've definitely got like all of our all of our clean signal coming through. The mix is a bit over 
uh, halfway, so it's, it's it's plenty splashy. Lows in the middle, and we're just boosting um, the highs about the same as the as the mix, and it creates a, like a really gorgeous, lush sounding um, reverb. I thought it was very very good. Now. For this week, and I'll also take opinions on this because I have a few ways. I wasn't a hundred percent so well. I, I, I thought it was good. So I um uh, so how we've recorded these sound samples this week. I decided to use the uh, Fender American Original Stratocaster, aforementioned on uh, episode one of Bar Chords. I've used that, and I'm running that into a uh, into a Line Six Helix. Um, now for, uh, for this, uh, particular setting, um, what I've gone for is the, um, the AC 30 head, uh, amp sim. Um, and then what I've done is plug the elements into the effects return and run it after the head. And I'm running that out into what Line 6 called the uh, 1x12 Bluebell, which is essentially an open back AC-15. I know that's a bit of an unusual one. I just really like the uh, the, the sound of that. Now, uh, Line 6 also offer you um, a load of options on uh, on sort of mic distance um, and types where they, you know, essentially it's, it's kind of just subtle EQ changes um so for the sake of this i've done everything on a 57 sim just because i thought it was uh, pretty straight up now this is obviously a digital replication i was pretty happy with how everything sounded but i would like your feedback because of course i do perfectly well have the option of micing up a real amplifier and doing it through that i certainly did want to take advantage of my uh, of the four watt davis amp that we have here at some point but i thought i'd see if this worked and i was very happy um with the uh with the results so um so here we are this is cowboy going through an american original strat into an ac30 head followed by the uh the elements and then out into an ac15 style open back 112 See, I mean that is—it's a great sounding reverb. That's a fantastic, super splashy, lovely, very usable style reverb. And of course, if we were dealing with a normal reverb tank in in something in, in like a Fender or something like that, that would be all she wrote, which is very good. That's that's I'd say you know how you're going to use your reverb a good portion of the time. But this does a whole lot more. So um, the second preset that Anna Sounds have put in their book is the ambient leads, which requires me to flick the switch. So I've got that saturation control on. I'm going to be cutting some of the high end, boosting the lows. I've got the mix at about three quarters and the output right down um, at just sort of a, a one one quarter. What's, what's one quarter on a clock? Nine? nine o'clock yeah why not not nine ten yeah nine o'clock so yeah we've got it uh we've got it there and this was um this was absolutely outrageous so outrageous in fact that um i changed the amp uh from the ac30 to a jazz chorus style head because i just needed something um a little bit cleaner retrospectively maybe i should have used a 212 for this as well um but I was really happy with the with the crazy sounds we were getting. Let's have a listen to that. Mm. 
Absolute, absolute madness. I love that it can do both things. I love that you can kick it and it will make a crazy sort of whoosh sound. Um, I'm, I imagine, and of course, these sound samples, maybe I should do some in situ. Maybe next week I'll do some where I'm like, oh, here's an application for this. Because basically what I'm doing is just giving you demos of the pedal itself. Whereas I was kind of like when I was doing it, I was like, man, this would sound great running this sort of thing into like a, a looper or a tape echo, especially, you know, like kicking the reverb and getting that sort of splashy sound and sort of sampling that up and using it. They'd be, you could do some really interesting soundscape style things with um, this pedal. I thought it was so much fun, so much fun and kind of just had that... Uh, you know when you feel like you're you're playing quality like uh when, when you uh plug in something like a, a hudson electronics broadcast or a game changer plus pedal you feel like you know you feel like you've tapped into some really super exclusive high-end awesome part of the guitar world and i kind of i feel that about this i'm like this is one of those things this is one of those things if you had an if you had an origin effects compressor, a Hudson Electronics broadcast, one of these Anasounds elements and um, a Game Changer Plus pedal, that would be a wicked little setup, wouldn't it? That would be like the best of the best. Um, but yes, I, I also tried a couple of other things. So, um, so here is me trying like a fully, fully saturated sound just to see how sort of ethereal I could make it in a... Um, you know, sort of a, maybe a slightly more trad sense. I thought this was fun. That was the Le Brute, which you can buy. You can actually get it in a bundle with the Elements pedal, uh, which obviously you need to, to run it. But you can get that on the Anasounds website, anasounds.com, for 200 and 79 euros a very very cool pedal as well the other ones that they offer are uh, le bon um which you can also get in a bundle le bon is the smaller uh, one so i guess that that probably does more of the just the traditional sounds and that's just 207 uh euros and uh the the large one is le trod i don't know how you pronounce that which uh, which is 249 um uh, euros with the elements pedal do you know what's, what's interesting they actually do the premium bundle which is all three sizes which is quite cool um but you can get yeah all three sizes for like it looks like 290 squid which 
that seems very reasonable for all three of them but very cool what a what a cool uh, bunch of pedals anyway we've got you know i do want to do i do want to fit these farm things in i want to get these farm things in but i feel like i want to do something that's not a sound sample for um for for a minute so let's um let's talk about guitars for a bit because i want to stay on effects for the whole the whole thing i'm not i'm not that night so uh, obviously Ventura Ventura is the new Fender range of guitars talk of the town at the moment seems to be picking up you know largely positive reviews a little bit of negativity because of course it's the end of the Baja Telecaster it's not the end of the Baja Telecaster it's just the Baja Telecaster is now called the Ventura has a slightly different neck profile and, a, and I think it's, it's a little bit more money but you know all, all things you know, go up I guess with with rebrands but that kind of brings us back round to talking about all the all the bits and bobs and the guitars that I have here I use the American original Stratocaster which we spoke about on episode one I used that for the sound samples I really wanted to use the Baja Telecaster but it was so noisy I tell you what I set up at my um at my computer at my desk uh, with everything plugged in, and I was like, right, I'll record and start playing. And the the digital interference I was getting from the Telecaster being close to the laptop was absolutely mad. So I sort of, you know, relocated everything to be further away, and it was still there. I I changed over to the Strat, and uh, and it was substantially better. And I kind of like, I tell you what, I. I prefer the sound of the Baja because actually when I was, you know, before I was trying to record everything, I was just plugging these pedals in. Um, I plugged, I used the the Baja Telecaster and a Boss Katana 50, <laughs> like the ultimate guitar nerds setup. Do you have yours? Um, but I was, I was so happy with the sound, so happy with the sound of both the farm pedals and the elements in that little um, setup. And I found myself sort of struggling to replicate that a little bit with the, um, with the Stratocaster. The Baja is a blooming good guitar. It was just, you know, it was a lot of interference, a real lot of interference. I know I've got that Gibson ES-175, but I really don't think a great big-bodied jazz guitar with half-round strings on there is a, is a great idea um, as a, as to sort of show you what, what pedals sound like. So I wasn't going to, to use that. But yeah, I put up recently on the Instagram about, you know, which should I sell, the Strat or the Telecaster? The reason being... Of course, listener, if you're an experienced guitar nerd listener, you'll know that I've gone full time with this. And um, I, I, I <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm making about uh, about a third of what I was uh, before. So I'm uh, I'm very poor and I was like, uh, I need to... I need to. I obviously, despite being very poor, went went and purchased two, you know, two music master bases recently, and I still owed my girlfriend some money for the um for the nineteen sixty nine Fender Precision bass. Very lucky to date a musician because she's very understanding when it comes to me splurging money on uh, on unnecessary instruments instead of paying her the correct amount of rent. But um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I was thinking I could sell the strap because the American original is a fair old chunk of money. I could probably get, you know, a decent sort of, I, I don't know. I don't know. What are they? 1300 news? So I don't know. Eight, eight, eight. Is that right? Eight, nine, nine, maybe not nine, maybe not quite nine, eight, something like that. You know, it's, it's, it, it would help. It would help. So I was thinking I could sell the American original. Well, I was thinking, what do I sell? The strap or the telly? I did go through a period of being really into strats. I had three. I had one of the classic um, strats, the you know what has essentially become the Vintera standard. As Jay said on the regular episode, there's Vintera standard and Vintera mod. Um, so I had a Sonic Blue, a Daphne Blue. I think it was Daphne Blue, Maple Neck Fifties um, classic Stratcaster, oh, V Neck, oh, seven point two five inch radius. Oh, everything was wonderful. What a wonderful guitar. Retrospectively, I preferred it to the 60s American original sort of sound-wise, although I might just be remembering that in a sort of glorified sense. Um, But maybe it's just that I prefer 50s strats to 60s things, which is weird because I tend to like the overall aesthetic of 60s. Do you have that, listener? Um, you know, join join the the discussion on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash guitar groups, forward slash groups, forward slash guitar nerds forum. Do you find yourself led to like a specific decade aesthetic? You know, if I was presented with a 50s style anything and a 60s style version of the same thing. I mean, generally speaking, what we're talking about here is, is fenders, I guess, across the board. You know, if there was a really specific aesthetic difference between 50s and 60s instruments but you know if if i was presented with a 50 strat so something with like a, a maple neck a thin scratch plate um you know and 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 just those simpler uh i guess bolder brighter sort of 50s colors surf colors a lot of the time if i was presented with that and i was also presented with something 60s so you know a lot of the time and i'm not talking about strats now i'm just i just mean guitars and basses in general, you know, you would get uh, you know, bound necks, block inlays, uh, binding, um, rosewood necks, and um, you know, three pipe, three ply plates, and generally speaking, darker colours, metallic colours, um, candy apple reds, and sunbursts, and you know, things like that. I'm just so much more uh, drawn to that. But I think sound-wise, I certainly prefer the sound of a fifties. Strat, and I guess I prefer the sound of a '50s Telecaster as well. I, I, however, definitely prefer the sound of a '60s style P bass to a '50s style P 
bass, but I guess it can be different for guitars and basses. Anyway, so the third Strat that I got um, was a Roadworn. Um, oh, I'm going to miss that series. Are you? I'm going to miss that series a lot. I was very into the the thin, the thin actual proper lacquer. I tell you what, I'm I don't like poly finishes. I'm a real sucker for um uh, for it for a nitro finish. Really, really am. And those those Robo ones, those road ward, road ward, road worn ones were fantastic. Oh, okay. Just had a heavy burtation. But uh, yeah, they, they were absolutely fantastic. And I got one of the uh, 50s road-worn strats in sunburst. And oh, the neck was great. The neck was great. I kind of I understand Fender discontinuing this line because they were so good. Those necks felt like custom shop necks. They really, really did. That gorgeous sort of rubbed, um, you know, sort of when gloss is, is rubbed rather than when something's just made a matte neck. When you get those modern matte necks, I can't help but feel so often that they just feel a bit cheap. Um, you know, the sort of Fendery style ones. Lo loads of brands do them. That modern, you know, sort of just the wood neck. It just feels like they haven't finished the instrument. I love a love a gloss neck. I know it's slower, but oh my goodness. If you have to if you have to get an instrument to have like uh you know extra features to help you play better, you should probably just spend more time playing. Uh <laughs> yeah, un unnecessarily rude of me. But um yeah and, and, and just that that feel of like a rubbed down gloss neck is really it really is a very specific thing. I'm very you know, big Big fan of that robe one, but again, but again, I you know I needed to I needed to pay for other things, so I got rid of both of those. Kept the American original. Oh. <sighs> Retrospectively, I feel like I've made a mistake because now I'm in this position where I'm like, oh, the Baja Telecaster is an absolutely fantastic instrument. Do you think I buy too much Fender? Do I buy too much Fender? You know, I only own one Gibson. I sold my other Gibson, which was a gold top ES Les Paul bass. <laughs> this is a very very specific instrument. I play it on the um on the demo video on YouTube for Boss's Dimension Chorus. <laughs> uh, uh, Jay, who is the well Matt's boss, I guess he's sort of king boss. I don't know his official title, but he's like the king of boss now. And uh, I, I was you know we, we all we all met Jay. Uh, oh, this is not Jay Cross. Sorry, Jay, there is another there's another Jay. Um, Jay Dore, who is uh, who is Matt's Matt's boss, um, and we we met Jay years ago when he was just you know like a rep for for Boss, and we were all working in GAK, and he was he was fantastic, a very uh, <laughs> very uh, good with the company card <laughs> when he had to take us out for for uh, business related things. Always, always a pleasure. Anyway, now he's like King Boss and he, he wanted me to do this video, but he's got this thing, right? He doesn't like weird instruments because he thinks that whenever uh, whenever they're shooting a video or a, or a, a demo of something, Boss is such a, a standard, you know, and he wants it to become not niche, he wants it to become something that's on every board that you know, which which they are. But that's that's how he views this this equipment. It's like this is an every person's piece of equipment. Therefore, you need to play something that's in every every person's guitar. So so um, he whenever he does bass demos, uh, he doesn't let bass players bring weird instruments. I think this might have been something that was introduced after I turned up with the Stonefield to the um, to the Boss MS3 shoot. 
Uh, but, uh, you know, a anyway, so he was like, yeah, make sure you bring something normal. And I turned up with a gold top, short scale, hollow bodied Les Paul bass. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am. I think it was the last time they actually employed me as well. So, uh, yeah, burnt, burnt that bridge, I guess. Goodness gracious me, we are uh, fast approaching approaching time on this, the third episode of Bar Chords. And I really do want to do these sound samples for farm pedals. I thought um, they're a really interesting brand and really cool pedals. Tell me if this is too much sound sampling, though. If you'd rather I kept it down a little bit, I'm more than happy to. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum. Or if you're on the Patreon, let me know on there or heck you know i pretty much accept all friends requests anyway so you know <laughs> you can always hunt me down um anyway so the two things that i that i've got from farm pedals first of all we've got the sweet leaf fuzz now as we mentioned on the regular episode this is a completely controlless fuzz pedal you've just got an on and off now there is an internal dip switch where we can adjust the output i didn't do that i just wanted to hear it as it was so here here it is now again um uh, I'm using the Helix for this. Um, maybe, maybe I should. Maybe I should. Oh, tell me what you think. Should I be? Should I do this properly? I was quite happy with the sound, with with the sound of these. But but tell me, uh, tell me what you think. Anyway, so the uh, Sweet Leaf. I changed the cab up. I'm using an uh, an orange four by twelve. I thought a, a big fuzz was you know it was was far more suited to a, a super large cab. However. There is so much ridiculous gain on this fuzz pedal that I really wanted to demonstrate how much there is so. For the amp side of things, I'm again using a Roland Jazz Chorus. Now, there's a little bit of clean playing at the start of this clip because um, I wanted to show you the level difference between these. Uh, I'll do my best, but you just might have to guard your headphones here. Um, you know, I, I, th I think it's it's a super cool pedal. Once you've kind of tailored the internals, and I really think you do need to tailor your internals. Like that would be too that would be too loud for me to use in a normal rig. But that's not to say that you couldn't adjust it on the internals. And then I kind of like that there's no controls to knock or anything like that. It's certainly a fantastic like super fuzz. It's not for the faint of heart at all um I, I thought it responded quite well to uh uh to, to volume rolling on your guitar um but far far better on the telly than, than the strat so i didn't really i didn't bother capturing um any of that um now um as absolutely mad as that was i think a fantastic fuzz pedal if you just want something a bit crazy now the second one i really was really really into so the second one is the boost of the dead which, of course, 
is more of a make gooder than a boost. So this has two foot switches and one rotary control. The rotary control is, of course, the level of the boost. One side is a boost. The other side is a preamp, which is just warming up um, the sound ever so slightly. I found that there was no situation where I wanted to have the preamp side of things off. Um, once again, I thought this benefited from being used with a clean amp. Um, again, I, I was uh, happier with this when I was just running straight into a Katana, but I think that's, that's not a, an aspersion on the Helix. That was me maybe not quite finding the right patch for that so I tried a few different things with this and this was the one I was I was most happy with so um, I changed the settings up again and now I'm using a Fender Deluxe and I've moved to a 212 open back Vox style cab for this uh, again I'm going to be clean there are going to be two clicks in this playing one is me turning on the boost the other side is me adding the preamp underneath but I think overall as a mate good or as something to really filth up your tone you know if you've got a clean amp or something to just push you over the edge if you've got a drive amp I was a big fan of this I think it's very cool pedals um, boost of the dead and before that the farm pedals sweetly fuzz i thought they were absolutely fantastic the three really awesome things for us to get to to have a mess around on now of course last week we got that uh that telecoustic from yamaha and i'm thinking about doing some more things with that as well so watch this space for that sort of thing next week i'm going to be showing you the keely synth one I uh, really want to really want to give that uh, a go on here. Um, and, and I guess it depends what else we, we get sent in the meantime. Um, I, I tell you what, I really want to talk about some of my girlfriend's gear because she has got some wicked, really odd guitars that I've mentioned a few times on the podcast. But it's been a while. And, you know, it's all about recycling the same content over here on the uh, <laughs> at Guitar Nerds. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, um, next week I really want to talk about that because she's got an absolutely bonkers Telecaster, uh, thin line Telecaster with a cello headstock, a custom made affair that is just absolutely um, really, really weird. Now, all of this gear um, I'm posting on Instagram, so Instagram.com. Why am I saying Instagram.com? Just in at, at <laughs> You can also see it on Twitter at, at GuitarNerds. And, you know, um, if you want more of this stuff, join us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. I want your feedback. This podcast is more about your feedback than the other one with those other three stubborn men. Um, you know, we, we can uh, we can change things up depending on what you want. So join the discussion on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum. What do you reckon there is? Three, four plugs for the Facebook group in this one. Is that too much? Am I doing too much? Anyway. That's uh, that's it for this week's episode of Bar Chords. Um, we'll be back on the uh, regular episode next Wednesday and the fourth episode of Bar Chords next Friday. See you then. <laughs>
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.